Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Better Things. Today I'm in my car, if you cannot tell. I don't know if we can hear the beautiful sound that the rain is making um, in my car or on my on my car. Um, but if you can, I hope that it is peaceful in the background. I don't really have music on my podcast anymore because I feel like it's kind of distracting. Um, and sometimes I just, I can't get the audio right. So I just leave it. Um, but anyway, I feel like it's nice sometimes to have a little background vibe, but yeah, you know, where I'm at the park, um, and I was watching this YouTube video yesterday, um, and this, her name is Coffee and Bible Time, and, like, her and her sister share all these, like, you know, just, like, videos about, um, they do, like, Bible study, and, like, how to pray, and things like that, blah, 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 but, like, they're, they're really cool videos, and, um, sidebar, I haven't been watching a lot of, like, TV recently, because it's something that, I've been personally convicted about, not convicted, yeah, convicted, convicted about, um, just because, like, of the fact that I am very sensitive to, like, the sexual innuendos and, um, you know, my ear kind of catches on very quickly to those things and and I'm just, I'm sensitive, um, and it almost feels like a PTSD response, um, and I don't like it. It makes me really uncomfortable. And so I've noticed that, like, a lot of TV, and, and it's always been this way, but, like, a lot of TV has that sec- those sexual references or will just flat out show you sex on screen. And I just, I can't do it. Like, um, just because, you know, as I've said before, I have struggled with pornography and masturbation um, in my past. And so that's really like a trigger for me. And so a couple months ago, I decided to just like not watch TV. Um, And if I do watch TV, I really try to vet what I'm watching. Um, And if there is a chance that even the conversation conversation in the slightest Um, will turn into like a sexual or sexually implied conversation I'll skip through that scene and I just won't watch it Um, but anyway I wanted to yeah so sorry I got off I got off I got off track what I was saying was I was watching a YouTube video um, and she was sharing her testimony And one of the things that I've always wanted to do is share my testimony. The thing is, um, I haven't had like a very crazy life or like a very crazy, um, like in the sense of like what somebody I guess would deem because crazy, I guess can be subjective as well, but I haven't had like a super crazy, um, or what the world would define as crazy, like testimony, my testimony for the most part has been that you know i just god has kind of just carried me through my life but i think it's there's something to be said about practicing our testimony because um you know i've been learning a lot about like having boldness to share the gospel and um it is important to share scripture and to share the word and i think you can also do that with sharing your testimony and i think as you share with people god really like if you pray and ask god you know how should i share about you i think god will show us that like we can also share through our testimony and so 
I think it's important to practice our testimonies. And so today I decided that this would be my practice, sharing my testimony on this platform um, so that, you know, I can I can boast in Jesus Christ. Right. Um, We want to boast in Jesus's name and and not in ourselves. You know, this is not anything where I am today is not of my own doing. It's simply because I have trusted Jesus with my life and um, I've allowed him to sanctify me and not everything is perfect. Um, But, you know, he is carrying me through each situation in every moment of my life. And I get to turn around and give him glory for that, which is awesome. Um, But anyway, I guess I'll start off my testimony by saying that I grew up in a Christian home. Um, you know, my mom and my dad and my sister and I, we all lived together. You know, it wasn't necessarily like a broken home. Um, it was actually, we had a pretty good, you know, life. Um, my parents were Christians and we were, um, I say we were active Christians because my, my parents were actually serving in the church. Um, at least from when I could remember, um, and both of my parents my mom was in the choir and she would also do um like plays and drama and stuff um that the church put on and then my dad was a saxophonist and a pianist um on the worship team so um yeah we were always in church we were always kind of just like um you know around that environment around a lot of church people um, throughout our lives. And so we started off at one church in our, um, in our town or suburb, I guess. Um, and when we moved houses, um, we were still going to that church for a little while, but then in like middle school, when I was in middle school, um, I forgot, I don't remember if we all stopped going to that church together or if I just stopped going, whatever, Um, but I was, or no, I don't think I stopped going. I think, um, that's the, around the time my cousins moved down from New York. And so, um, I was really like, I really loved my cousins and I still do, but, um, they had invited me to a youth night. And if you're not familiar with what a youth night is, a youth night is something that a church will put on, um, for strictly, not strictly, but for the youth um, to kind of come together collectively and worship and hear the word. It's usually on a night that's, it's usually on a, on a day that's different than Sunday. So ours was always on Fridays. And so that was cool because it's like the end of the week, you know, you go to youth night, you talk to your friends, hang out. And when we were going, um, our youth night was like, there were a lot of people there And um, it was just great because there were so many people in this space and the space felt safe and like you you met all these different people. So anyway, I started going there and then I kind of like gradually, gradually just stopped going to my old church. My parents and my sister, I think, were still at my at that at that old church at that time. Um, Eventually, my parents and my sister and I all started going to um the church that I was going to the youth night at, um, because probably because I kept bugging my mom and asking her to take me. And then, you know, they met, 
Um, my parents met, um, you know, my youth leaders and all of that. And um, so we transitioned into that church. So um, at that time, I'm like middle school, high school. And um, my like relationship with God is is like still what it's pretty much been in the past um, when I was going to that old church, which is just like I was kind of at church because, you know, my parents had always like had us in church. Um, but this time it was just a little different because I wanted to go. Um, and so I was like interested in like hanging out with these people and seeing like these people on Fridays and having somewhere to go and, um, you know, being able to like be in a space that I got to like sing. Cause I loved, I loved to sing and, um, I didn't really know that it was like worship that I really loved at that time but I really loved to sing when I was little and um I'd always wanted to like sing on stage or whatever so I'm going I'm there and then um at that time is when I also decided I was like oh I want to join the worship team so I joined the worship team I remember and I was in I was at the worship I was on the worship team at like 13 um and you know that's kind of when I started to I met my um youth leader's wife and she was over the worship team at our church along with some of my other really good um childhood friends um that you know we're still in contact today because we were all on the worship team together but so I met her and um you know I started to kind of um, just really enjoy going because I was like, oh, I have something to do here. Like I, I belong here. Like people know my name. Um, and you know, I'm part of a community and within that community, I'm part of another community that's within that community. So it was kind of, it was fun. It was just like, you know, I I looked forward to singing on Friday nights. I looked forward to when they would put me on the schedule on Sundays. I was nervous, but I still did it. Um, and so, you know, at that time, um, this is like high school now, you know, I'm kind of getting into like a groove of like going every Friday night, going on Sundays. My parents had stopped kind of going to church, maybe like my junior, senior year. Um, but I was still going because I loved Friday nights and, um, you know, I was on the worship team and they asked me to sing and things like that. So I'm still going at this point, you know, getting rides from literally like whoever will take me. Um, and yeah, it was just like a lot of fun. Um, I really, I, I still, I think my percept, my perception of God was shifting in these moments. Um, I wasn't like understanding like a full grasp, I think, but I still knew like, you know, I knew Jesus died on the cross for my sins. Um, and you know, I think God was even then exposing things about himself to me. I was really at a place where I knew God and um, I was interested, but I don't think I was committed to um, a relationship with him. I knew God. I was interested, very interested in God and, you know, a relationship with him, but I was not committed to a relationship with God. And so, um, from that point on, that's kind of where I, I rested. Um, and I started to struggle with that a little bit more. 
um, throughout my life, but I was in a relationship um, my junior and senior year of high school, which was my first relationship ever, and it was very challenging. It was not a fruitful relationship at all, and I've talked about this relationship on my podcast before. Um, it was just, we were just really mean to each other. Um, we didn't, we were very immature. We didn't know how to respect each other or like kind of be together um, and appreciate each other. There was no like love in that relationship. It was really just like bitterness and whatever. So um, going through that was really hard emotionally and mentally and physically. And, um, you know, that was like around the time that I started to like gain some weight. I wasn't like heavy, heavy, but I started to gain some weight around that time and Um, you know, like that's where kind of like my emotional eating started to like pick up a little bit and all that stuff. And then, so I remember one time I just like was crying and praying to God. I was just like, God, if you will deliver me from this relationship, I will like, I'll never go back. Like, but I also told him, I was like, God, like, and I know that I can't take myself out of this you're going to have to take me out of this relationship because I cannot do it and even though I was in a position that I had put myself in and it was toxic um because I was also toxic in that relationship right but even though I put myself in that relationship um even thinking back now the fact that like I cried out in desperation and God heard me is crazy um and so Um, yeah, so it didn't come immediately. Um, there were a lot of moments where I felt like, you know, I'm just going to be stuck in this relationship forever. I'm never going to have like the life that I desire to have because, you know, I'm just stuck in this relationship. So, um, I was in that relationship from 20, like 12 to 2017 2012 13 14 15 16 17 and we were on and off for a couple of those years so it wasn't like we were always together but we were definitely on and off um and then yeah it was just very confusing so I remember the guy I was dating at the time or quote-unquote dating um we were both at my current church which is the church I had was was attending the youth nights at and so I was serving and he was serving and so I was um at this point a worship leader for the youth nights and for our youth team one of the worship leaders and he was a drummer and so um we had met like outside of the church but you know we were both like involved and so um I remember this one day it was like you know our youth leader at the time who um still is a rapper but he was you know he was putting he was on this show or um he was part of this event and so he had invited me he had invited my best friend um he had invited my situationship guy and his best friend and it just so happened that my best friend and situationship guy's best friend were starting a relationship and so they were like together so it was like this weird like couple but not coupled type thing 
um, because we weren't coupled, but they were coupled. And then it was our, you know, our youth leader um, who was, you know, bringing us to this event. And so um, he had situationship guy had um, ridden with his best friend and I had ridden with my best friend. And then at the end of the night, um, situationship guy ended up riding with me because his best friend was like, hey, I'm going to take your best friend home and so can you take him home and so I was like okay um obviously I was like still kind of excited because I was like you know it's a weird thing to be excited about but I was excited because I was like oh we're gonna get to spend time together I'll get to be able to tell him how I feel about him and you know I'll share that like I have feelings for him and I want to make this work out and blah 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 all that stuff um and so we're driving home and like we're actually having I don't remember what we talked about, but I remember feeling like I was enjoying the conversation. Um, And so we were talking about all this stuff, laughing, whatever. At the end of the night, I drop him off. He before he gets out of my car, we're sitting and he's like, you know, I just want to tell you that I met somebody and my heart was like shattered. And so um, from that point on, like I was just really upset Um and a couple of things happened in between, um, but I recognized that God had taken me out of that situation like I had asked him. And was it the prettiest? No. Was it the way I was expecting? No. I thought I was going to have the strength and the power to like break up with him or something and be done with him once and for all leave him in the dust no in fact that situation left me so tattered so broken I didn't know what to do with myself guys I would cry every night I wrote these really depressing like poems I still have one of them it's called I had titled it where I hurt the most and oh my gosh it was like reading it back now I wrote all these letters to God um like I was just so distraught I remember telling myself I felt like my safety net had been completely yanked from me and so I had nothing else I was teetering on like one of those thin ropes and I could drop at any moment um so that's when I really I think that was the first time I actually turned to God for help and I you know, I cried out to God and, and I was just like so distraught throughout this whole process. Um, and throughout that time, um, God gave me a word by way of my youth leader. Um, and this youth leader was the same one who had invited us to that, you know, little rap thing that he was doing. But, um, I really believe that God used my youth leader in that moment, in those moments, um, to kind of share the gospel with me and to remind me that God loves me. And so that's really when I like, I had known like, you know, we know these things because we hear these things in church, but I had never taken ownership um, of my relationship with Christ. And that was the first time I feel like, even though it might've been like, not as much as I thought it was, I was taking some ownership to my relationship with Christ. And he shared Psalms 34 with me. Um, and it, Psalm 34, 15, it says the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. And that was Psalm 34, 18 is what he had shared with me. And so, um, when I heard that, I remember thinking like, 
God is hearing everything that I'm saying. And I got this picture of me and God just sitting in like a mess, you know, and whatever you perceive that mess to be. But me and God, and and for me, it was like, just like things that are broken, shattered. I, I had this picture and obviously I didn't have a mental image of what God actually like looked like like physically but it was me sitting and I could and I had this vision of me sitting and God sitting um together and we were just on the floor and the room was dark and the pieces around us were like broken glass but the glass was like that like ceramic maybe and so me and God are just like putting together the pieces and You know, um, that was like the image, the mental image that I had um, because it wasn't really a vision. It was like a mental image. And every time I would read that verse, Psalm 34, 18, that's what I would imagine. Okay, God, it felt like God was giving me a hug for the very first time in my life. And, um, you know, everything wasn't perfect after that, but... Like, that was something that I stood on. Like, that was the first time hearing the word applied to my life in a way that I could directly relate to. So, moving on from that, um, you know, I was, I feel like I started to ask God, you know, a lot more questions. And and now I was at a point where I was um, interested in God, but I didn't, like, I wasn't ready to commit. You know, I was interested in in who God was and interested in a relationship with Christ, but I was not ready to commit to a relationship with Christ. And I say that because I still wanted to do things that like I wanted to do. Um, And so I know even then God was working within me and like still calling me towards him. And so um, at that time, I was really lonely Um, that was one of the things that I really wrestled with after that breakup, um, was loneliness and feeling like I wasn't good enough and feeling like, you know, my body image was like shattered. And, um, you know, I just really felt like, you know, nobody's ever going to love me. I'm never going to have, um, a relationship with a man where, you know, he just like loves me and takes care of me and loves me for me. And that was all the things that I wanted. And, I really didn't realize at that time that all those things that I wanted, Jesus is. And so I was putting all of that hope and that expectation um, and that desire into a human that I didn't even know, you know, a human that I didn't even know um, and was hoping for that and praying to God for that. That was like really the first time I started to pray for pray to God for something. Um, And so I'm praying to God for that. And I just felt like, you know, he's not listening. And so I started to just kind of take things, matters into my own hands. After that, I did some dating. I was, I would consider myself a serial dater at that point. I was trying to find quote unquote, the one. And so, um, you know, there were a couple situations where things kind of seemed like they were turning out okay, um, but ended up not. And then I got into another serious relationship at the end of November 2019 between like summer of 2019 to like the end of November I was talking to this guy and um I had met him on a dating app and 
I remember like going into the dates and I was like, okay, well, like, we'll see what this is about. At the end of the very first date, I was like, yeah, no, this is not for me. Then I continued to see him. And so it ended up being a relationship. The problem with this relationship was this man was not a Christian. And so I was struggling with that because I was like, well, you know, I'm a Christian. People say I should really be with somebody else who's a Christian. And I didn't really technically understand why I was just kind of like you know you know I should be with a Christian because you know we can be equally yoked and you know he'll believe what I believe but I didn't really have that conviction I just had that as like this is something that people say should happen and so it should happen because you know if people say it should happen and God says it should happen then it should happen not like an actual personal conviction that like God has has um uh changed in my heart to like actually believe this so i'm in this relationship with this guy and there were a hundred red flags and i want to say this he was not a bad person well we're we're all inherently bad right um without jesus i will i'll say this he was not um he wasn't somebody that i wouldn't date um you know, like if he if I wasn't if I wasn't a Christian, he is somebody that I would have dated. Let's say that. OK. Um, and so I think from that mental point, mental standpoint, I was like, oh, well, you know, that means he's not a bad person. And so, you know, this could work out. And I was trying my hardest to make excuses for my relationship with him. Um, and so. Yeah, we dated for maybe six, seven months. Um, and it just became increasingly harder to actually be in a relationship with him. Um, and I felt as if I was really forcing things and I was in a situation that I shouldn't be in. I got to a point in the relationship where I really just like felt the Holy Spirit tugging on me. This was a, a point where my friends had started a new church and I was, you know, going to that church at that time. They had just started this church in 2019. Um, I was going to the church and I was also helping serve at the church. I was I was helping the church, you know, I was helping them um, set up and I was on the worship team and blah, 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 all this stuff um, for the church. And so I really felt like pulled in two different directions because I was like on one hand I feel like I'm starting this like journey with church and with my church friends and um you know with God and then on the other hand I have this whole separate life and so I did definitely try to merge those two together tried to bring him to church I he he came to church a couple times and and willingly too um because I think he was interested in like who I am and my um you know my relationships outside of like me and him um but I started to see how he just did not fit into my life and I don't say that to say he's not good enough because he's not a believer no it's it was um you know God's standard for relationships is is to be equally yoked you know and how can I enter into a relationship with um somebody who does not believe what i believe because at times we're going to clash we're going to clash um 
And, you know, I know God loves him and is continuing to work on his heart, but that's not something that wasn't my plight. Like God did not call me to be in a relationship with this man. Um, I did this on my own. And so I started to see how this would kind of just not work. Um, and there were just small but subtle instances where I feel like the Holy Spirit was kind of tugging, tugging on my heart. Um, but then there were also very loud instances where God was just like, I had this pit in the, in the bottom of my stomach. You, if you've ever felt like the, the thing I can liken it to is like, if you've ever felt really hungry, um, and like maybe you haven't eaten and like your stomach starts to growl, but like, it also feels like there's like this physical feeling that you have when you're hungry and your stomach starts to growl. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but it just feels like really empty, but it's like something that you can, I don't know, something that you can actually feel. I don't know how to describe it, but that's how it felt. Every time, you know, I would like try to bring up the gospel or anything like that. Like I felt like God was signaling to me, like, number one, this is not the relationship you're number supposed to be in. Number two, like you are trying to witness to your significant other and um you know you're trying to witness to your boyfriend but you're already in a relationship with him you're already doing things with him that you shouldn't be doing and so how is he going to listen to somebody who's in the same situation as him you know in an actual relationship with him so it was just like a hot mess and so I ended up, I knew what I had to do long before I did it. Um, and so I prayed to God again. I was like, God, get me out of the situation because I don't have the strength to do it myself. Um, this time, God gave me the strength to actually break up with this guy. So I remember distinctively, it was one day, um, I came home from work and I was actually like living at his house at this time. I came home from work and I, um, you know, I started helping him like cook dinner, whatever, where everything's normal. We're having this normal conversation. Then we start to have a conversation about Christianity and religion. And we had had this conversation before to no avail. And I knew before that I was just like, yeah, something, that, something like, it's just the situation's not going to work out. But I was still trying to press the issue because I was like, you know, maybe it will work out. So I remember we're cooking like barbecue chicken or something like that. And so we have this conversation. We go into his room and we're just talking. And, you know, I'm telling him something along the lines of like, you know, I don't believe that I can be in this relationship anymore. Um, and trying to kind of like alluding to the fact that like I need to break up with him. He ends up going to like the bathroom or whatever. Um, and at that moment, I just texted my cousin, like, please come get me. I'm about to break up with my boyfriend. And my cousin came. He came and I knew, okay, if my cousin is coming, then I have to be accountable and actually do what I said I was going to do. Because if not, my cousin is going to be waiting outside for me for no reason. This is my out right now. So when he came back from the bathroom, sure, I took the long way about it, but I broke up with him. Um, gathered up my stuff. He walked me outside. You know, it was just like this whole thing. I did cry. Um, but this time I felt 
relief. I felt free. And so um, when we broke up, that was when I kind of decided to shift my position to God a little bit more. Um, And there's this scripture in Psalm 119, actually, um, that I've been reading. And I'm actually going to read it because I feel like this is kind of how this is kind of what I was like doing. Okay, so Psalm 119.59 says, When I think on my ways, I turn my feet to your testimonies. I hasten and do not delay to keep your commandments. Um, And so I feel like in this moment, that's what I was kind of doing. Like, okay, um, like it's like me and God are kind of like standing in different directions, right? It's like I have like my back to God. And so um, throughout this situation, I'm kind of like, slowly turning my feet and with this last decision I feel like I was starting to like turn my feet a little bit more and so now I'm I'm starting to like kind of shift my position and shift my feet um towards Jesus and so after that I remember I was just like you know I'm just gonna devote my life right now to God I'm going to devote my life to Jesus and anything Jesus says I will do and so that's when I started to the process of like really submitting my relationships to Christ I wasn't perfect um but this was like January like February of 2020 um right when the pandemic is hitting and so um I told God you know I'm just gonna submit to you and I remember being in like a Starbucks and like just sitting there with my coffee and and my bible and reading through the bible and um praying and you know yeah i think i was sad but i didn't have as much sadness as before because i knew something was a little different this time like god god got me out of this and so i knew i could move forward um so yeah after that um i'm really like focused on my friends and their church and all that stuff or you know, church anyway, and just kind of threw myself into it. This is where, you know, I met my um, last boyfriend and, um, you know, we dated. And this was the relationship that I think kind of even turned my feet even more towards Christ. Um, And like just everything from the way that we met to like, um, even how it ended, you know, like, and it didn't end. It didn't. no I mean whatever break you break up for a reason like if you're breaking up you're breaking up for a reason right um but I think throughout the relationship God kind of highlighted some moments where he really showed me like number one this is like how a relationship should be and no it wasn't perfect but like this is like this is more along the lines of what God has in store for me. This may not be the person, you know, this may not be the situation or the time, but this is more along the lines of what God has for me versus what I was doing on my own. And so I saw a very stark difference between what God has for me versus what I was trying to make work in my past. And so um you know, I really enjoyed that relationship I think because God was in it more than I actually thought he was and yes we did like you know make mistakes and mess up whatever but um I remember enjoying that experience thoroughly because I was just like this is how it should feel to 
be in a relationship. That was the first time I had told somebody that I was dating that I was dealing with, you know, that I had dealt with pornography, pornography in the past and that I was still kind of I was still dealing with masturbation and I was so scared to tell um my boyfriend at the time that because I was like oh my gosh he's gonna judge me I should be farther along in my walk with Jesus blah 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 his reaction was nothing that I thought it would was gonna be um he kind of just smiled and he was like it's okay like I love you you know whatever and so I really felt like like I saw Jesus in that moment because I was just like oh Jesus really loves me like he's saying it's okay like my past is okay like he 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 took my past and he wiped my slate clean. So from there, you know, um, I just really kind of like, I was like, all right, God, like if this is what you want for my life, I want this too. Um, and obviously I still made some mistakes. We ended up breaking up and um, I recognized that I still had a lot to learn. I think from there, um, I was still asking God questions about my future and I wanted Like, I was like, I still wanted a relationship. The only thing that I had really changed was that I wanted a Christ-centered relationship. um, But I still was making relationships an idol. And so I was still believing that, like, if I get into this relationship, I'll be, you know, complete and whole. Even though I was saying that, like, you know, this is not, this is not what I believe. It really was what I believed because my desire was to be in a relationship. And I thought, once I'm in a relationship, everything will be fixed. Um, instead of submitting that desire to Jesus and saying, okay, what do I do in this moment? Um, but either way, God used that to help me grow closer to him. And I started to consistently read my Bible within that year and really just like look for God. And, you know, even though I was looking for him to answer something specific that I had asked him, um, I, I know that I found him and, I didn't find that answer. I found him, which is what the whole goal was, um, you know, that he was trying to show me. So after that, um, I remember like we tried to kind of or I tried to rekindle that relationship. And, and, you know, I could see from an objective standpoint now or even like, you know, um, last year, it was like I was trying to control that relationship and get it back um but it just wasn't it wasn't working out so august 2021 um we ended things and you know i remember him telling me you know like this is not this is not pretty much it's not going to work out you know this is not working out um this is not authentic we're not you know whatever so obviously i was really hurt by that um conversation but I think for me, I was also really done. I was done. I was angry at myself. I was angry at him. And I felt like I was angry at God. But this time it was different because um, I wanted to work through it with God. You know, I was angry, but I wanted to work through it. This is also the time that my around the time that my dad passed away. And I just remember being so emotionally drained after trying to make... um, a relationship work again and this is like the first time that I had actually tried to make a relationship work um and had felt the emotion of being tired after doing it every other time I'd you know that's all I'd ever known so I wasn't used to like resting in God's presence um and so after that 
I just, I was like, you know what? I'm going to put myself back in that same position. I'm just going to throw myself back into my relationship with Christ. And this time I'm going to commit not because I want something from him, but because I need him and he wants a relationship with me. And so um, that's where I really saw some transformation. And even still, I struggled with like, um, you know, thoughts about relationships and, you know, God, I really still want a relationship and blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, I think during this past, like, um, couple of months, it's been nine months, maybe 10 months, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, nine months. In these past nine months, I feel like I have done a lot of Jesus has done a lot of work in my heart. This my the sanctification process obviously started when, you know, I was little, but you know, I feel like God has really um been moving in my life because I've kind of just like taken my hands off of the reins and I've just been like, "All right, God, you know, do it. Do do whatever." And it it hasn't been easy and I never want to say that my relationship with Christ is easy because it's not um but it's been so rewarding and I've really felt a lot of peace and joy coming and um I think one of the things that I've shared is like why I've started reading my bible more is because number one I want to know who Jesus is I want to know my God more I want to be able to stand on scripture but also I've noticed that it has really soothed all of the areas of my life that I have so many questions and no answers at the moment. And it's okay to have so many questions, um, but we have to recognize that that God has all the answers and he will reveal them in, in his time. And so um, I just started to experience more joy, more peace, more gratefulness. Um, and, you know, I've also recognized that Jesus is my lifeline and I can't do life without him. Um, Obviously, you know, I believe that like the desires that I have um, are still like important to God. But the important thing is that I submit my my desires to him and he tells me where I'm going. And, um, you know, I've that was one of my prayers in the past like couple months has been like, God, make the desires that I have in my heart make them the desires that you want for me, like shift my desires if needed. And so it's a hard process sometimes, but, um, the more and more that we allow God to kind of, um, work through us is, is where we see the most transformation. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to encourage you guys with that. I'm still, you know, in a season of like looking for God. And I say looking for God because there are already so there are always so many situations where um you know in life where we have to deal with things that are hard or whatever and that's still another chance for us to look look for God. And I know that God wants me to continue looking for him. That's how our relationship grows. Um and so I've just really been so encouraged at church. Um, the people that I um, 
am in community with in Christ. I feel like they have definitely challenged me to move closer towards God. Um, and I feel like God himself is ultimately, you know, in control of my life and, and doing things. I'm not perfect. Um, you know, I still have things that I struggle with. Um, but, you know, there's been a lot of freedom. And that was one of the words that um, my pastor but also friend spoke over me and was like freedom. You know, I don't know what that pertains to, but, f- but freedom, you're going to see a lot of freedom in your life and that this season won't last long. That's one of the things that he told me and I wrote it down. Um, and so s- throughout these past like two years, I've asked God, like, what does that mean? You know, and he's really shown me like you, you don't have to be a slave to, your sin anymore you don't have to be a slave to um, what the world defines you as you don't have to like continue to do the things that you used to do because I have freed you from those things um and so you know I just wanted to encourage anyone who is like has a lot of questions you know like just about God and and you know maybe trusting God because it can be it can be hard because if all you've ever known is like to trust yourself then um when you can't make things work out for yourself it feels like you failed and you're defeated but we have a God who is perfect and who um has defeated sin defeated death and also satisfied the wrath of God um for us on the cross and so everything that we're feeling everything that we're trying to work for quote-unquote he is already taken care of and so to remind yourself of that gospel to remind yourself of that truth that Jesus died on the cross for me and as long as I continue to believe in him then he will he's he's the fulfillment of every of everything that I need he was the perfect sacrifice on the cross Um, and that's why God sent him down to you know to fulfill everything that man could not Um, so when we really truly believe that and, you know, personalize that to us, then we really start to understand what the gospel is and who Jesus is. And you understand that, you know, you can't do it by yourself. There's no work that you can do to, um, you know, save yourself. The only works, um, you know, that really happen are out of a faith in God and God transforms and God does the work. Um, and you know, the only thing that we do is believe we believe, we believe who he is and that he can, you know, and that he already has done it. And so I just wanted to encourage you guys with that. Um, I just, I think it's important to share our testimonies. And if you like, are struggling with like number one what is my testimony or maybe you're going through a part of your testimony that you don't even recognize I would just encourage you to pray and ask God to show you how to share your testimony um because everybody needs to hear it like everybody that you're in contact with if you think about how many people you come in contact with like those may be people that you're their only connection to Jesus and that's not pressure that's just saying that you know God is placing you in a position to share the gospel um but yeah just definitely pray um pray to God about it and you know he will give you that strength he will give you that courage 
um, to do that. That's what we saw in Acts. You know, the disciples didn't just go out on their own and do things out of their own power. They literally did everything through the power of the Holy Spirit. So, yeah. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that. And I guess I'll say a really quick prayer father god i just wanted to thank you so much for your love and um i thank you for just anyone under the sound of my voice who is listening to this testimony thank you for letting me share and helping me share my testimony i pray that it comes across as clear and concise and um you know there were a lot of details god but i thank you that you helped me get everything out that you wanted me to share help us to be bold in our walks with you and to be bold to share our lives with other people and not to be ashamed of the gospel god um we know that you are the perfect father the perfect creator the perfect savior you are everything that we ever need god and i just pray that anyone who's wrestling with um you know feeling like they need more or more i pray that they learn to rest and you show them what it really looks like to rest in your presence and allow you to do the transformation in their lives in jesus name i pray amen friends i just wanted to let you guys know that i love you so much thank you for listening and jesus loves you more bye